0: All right. So welcome, everybody, to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 133rd. Today is Monday, April 25th of 2022, the last um, Monday of April. So super excited about that. We are live on Discord and YouTube as usual. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And please be aware that we are recording this call and you can also check it out later in our Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to ask your questions on Menti for the team. We're gonna be uh, posting here the link um, so we can pick the top three at the end and answer your questions. Um, all right, let's see. So uh, our uh, team in Milan is out of office today, so I'll be providing the engineering and some of the product updates for you all today. So let's get started. Um, for what regards SendU, uh, last week we had a successful hard fork activation on Mainnet. In particular, the hard fork activated on April nineteen, as expected. All went very smooth and fine. So once again, we would like to thank you all uh, to thank all of our partners for their continued support. On the SDK side, we have reviewed the changes for a particular feature of backup, and this is in progress as well. We continue the development of the open stake transaction, and this is almost finished, so almost ready for review as well. We have several other different tasks, such as the design of the fee rate com- concept usage and research is now complete as well we have applied minor changes to the documentation of the SDK which is uh, very important for us and we continue with the design of the EVM sidechain version number one so let's see on the proving system side we addressed a change request after the second round of code review of the TD log accumulator Marlin we started the implementation of the gadget for the succinct verification of the td accumulator Marlin proofs inside the circuit. We also applied the changes coming from the code review for the gadget of the unsigned integers. We also finalized the refactoring of the ginger leap, And last but not least, we also finished the design of the PCD scheme. So this week we aim to start with the development. Uh, that's it for what regards engineering updates. And uh, just a couple of quick ones regarding product uh, department. So we are now going through the deployment, uh, de- several and various de- deployment processes for our um, tokenization platform V1. So that's ongoing. Um, and we are also like finish, uh, finishing some last uh, uh, changes and um, and just updates for all of the different components of our tokenization platform. Um, so expect more news on that to come uh, very, very soon. Um, all right, so I'll pass it out now to Lucy to give us the marketing updates.
1: Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, so Erica gave a really uh, you know great report about the Paris Blockchain uh, Week Summit last week. Uh, so I'm just really happy to say that we were quite popular at the event. Uh, people wanted to learn more about what we are doing working on right now and what's coming next and tokens you know the token uh, tokenization platform, uh, platform everything uh, people wanted to learn more about you know um, a lot a lot of them are working on their uh, own projects and very interested in uh, um, exploring partnership opportunities with us or bring their projects into uh, the horizon ecosystem so uh, we have uh, a, a really long list of contacts from the event I think our BD team will be sure busy uh, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, Rohan, actually the head of our BD, already have some interviews and uh, speaking uh, opportunities lined up. And he will be doing an interview with an event called uh, Reimagine uh, later this week. So overall, uh, it was really you know nice uh, talking to so many people in person uh, who are excited about what we are doing. You know, really like most of the time we. We all work remote, uh, I would say 99% of the time. But really, we, you know, and we do it very effectively and efficiently. But uh, the face-to-face connection in real life is is still something that can't be uh, replaced. So our next event exhibition uh, will be in consensus in June. So that will be in Austin, Texas. Uh, we are one of the event sponsors. So we'll have a beautiful booth there. Uh, Rob will be speaking, and uh, we will have some dedicated sessions during the event as well. Uh, so a lot of exciting uh, activities. So we would love to meet you there, uh, and we have a special code uh, that we are sharing on social media that you can use uh, to get a, a discounted rate uh, for event tickets. So if you're interested, you know, check check it out. Um, so lastly, uh, we are aggressively hiring. Uh, just another reminder. So if you, you or someone else. Uh, Someone that you know uh, who are looking for career opportunities in crypto, check out our job board and uh, we have open positions in all divisions. That's it for me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you so much, Lucy. All right.
0: Now I'll pass the word to Dean to give us the leadership updates today. Welcome, Dean.
2: Thanks, Angie. (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah. So Rob is not, uh, available today. So as usual, I'm doing my best Rob Viglione impersonation. Um, Rob is in New York, uh, very actively talking, uh, horizon strategy with our team, both on the strategy side, but also on the product side. So excited to hear what comes out of those meetings and I'm sure, um, it will be interesting and, uh, um, uh, Keeping us in line with our vision and really helping us succeed. So, looking forward to that. Um, what else? So, uh, you know, just hearing today's updates, uh, engineering continues to plow forward. Uh, really amazing what that team has done uh, since the release of Zendu, just constantly pushing forward. Uh, I, my understanding from uh, hearing inside Intel directly from the team is that the tokenization platform is coming along fantastic and that uh, our EVM is moving forward even faster than expected. Um, on the marketing side, Lucy was right. Uh, the BD team is getting a lot of uh, interest from people who, who Lucy and, and her team spoke to at the conference. So thank you, Lucy. Um, And hopefully those will result in lots of fruitful partnerships. Um, Otherwise, I'd just say things, it's kind of business as usual. It's always, uh, something's always missing when when Rob, uh, and in this case, Rosario, aren't here. And and in fact, our Milan team is missing. So uh, noticeable absence, but uh, just want to say that things are moving forward. I'm very happy with the way things are moving forward. And I, I think over the next, let's say three to six months, there's gonna be some very big changes here uh, for the positive. So I'll, I'll just end it there and, and maybe we can jump through some of the questions.
0: All right, yes, thank you so much, Dean. Um, okay, so let's see, the first question is, um, Does Horizon uh, keep a watchful eye on their competition? If so, which projects are viewed as the competition and what measures are being taken to ensure Horizon comes out on top?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And I guess I would just uh, put competition in quotes uh, because, you know, there is so much open space in this industry uh, and things are growing so quickly that I don't think we really look at other chains as direct competition, uh, per se, and uh, the industry is still fairly collaborative. So we're looking to partner with people in the industry and view them as potential partners versus competitors. With that said, uh, of course, we are keeping uh, a close eye on what everybody is doing in our industry. And uh, I think if you had asked this question, you know, in 2017, you'd get a different answer than you get today. Um, today, the, the ecosystem players that we most closely want to emulate would be like Avalanche or Cosmos in that they are, you know, main chain, side chain uh, infrastructure projects that allow third parties to uh, deploy blockchains. Um, so I look at those uh, two projects in particular as having a lot of similarities. Um, I think you could also look more broadly at just general uh, uh, blockchain ecosystem players like Ethereum, Solana, et cetera. And what seems to be emerging for all of them, at least within the world of DeFi, is total value lock. And I think we touched on this a few weeks ago. Um, so we don't have... Uh, our DeFi ecosystem launched yet. So uh, from a DeFi perspective, our total value locked is still zero. Um, although Kronik, uh correctly pointed out that we do have a lot of value locked in our node ecosystem, and that's true. Um, but total value locked will be, I think, one of the key and first metrics that we look at when we launch our EVM and start to bring DeFi into the Horizon ecosystem. So that's one to pay attention to, um, and I think probably very closely, uh, will be closely monitored by
0: Thank you so much, Dean. All right. Uh, the next question is, with a number of large projects coming to network outages and crippling speeds under load, how has Verizon ensured it won't suffer the same fate?
2: Yeah, another good question. Um so I, I think it's really interesting uh, to talk a little bit about decentralization and, you know, at the core and, and really one of the fundamental purposes uh, for Horizon and, and part of the ethos that Rob and Rolf had when they launched Horizon back in 2017 uh, was decentralization. And with a broad and decentralized node network. Uh, you don't have the same risk of outage, network outage, that you do in a centralized system. And, you know, not to uh, you know, talk badly about other projects, but many other projects, uh, and it's shocking to learn this, but many other quote-unquote blockchain projects are running uh, with one centralized node. Um. Or you know, nine centralized nodes. I, I recall recently there was a hack uh, of the Ronin blockchain and turned out that they were running nine nodes, five of them, I think, from one entity. So um, Horizon has not suffered the same fate as many other uh, blockchain projects. Because of our decentralization and our emphasis on decentralization, we have uh, the largest node network in the industry over I think 50,000 nodes at this point. and that's a testament to the vision that Rob and Rolf had back in 2017. Um, in terms of crippling speeds under the load, I, li- <laughs> I like that's very uh, descriptive language. Um, I think that you know all blockchains as transactions uh, uh, increase, face bandwidth issues and i know one of the interesting you know one of the core reasons for having a main chain sidechain infrastructure like we do is to solve the scaling issue that other blockchains have faced and in particular you look at ethereum um and you know it's a victim of its own success um in the horizon ecosystem so we're the scaling issue in a couple ways. First, we enable sidechains, right? So a lot of the transactions can take place on sidechains. They don't all have to happen on the main chain. And two, I know even beyond that, our engineering team is looking at how to use zero knowledge to uh, improve scalability so that the time it takes to run a node and, and update a node is actually quite fast. So uh, I think our our engineering team is working on that issue and, and, uh, but I would say the core of our entire project aims to solve both of these issues. So whoever asked the question, thank
0: you. Thanks, Dean. And the third and final question is, in reference to last week's on discussing the why of what Horizon does, what was the general consensus with the team? That's a good question.
2: Um, I don't know, or at least I wasn't privy to um, a detailed follow up uh, on that. So I know Rob gave a very impassioned uh, speech, and uh, I I feel like this is a series of conversations um, and uh, you know that take place over uh, long periods of time. Um, but I think in general. Uh, everyone is moving forward with the same vision of uh, what Horizon does and, and why we're here, why we exist. Um, and I think really, uh, you know, going forward, the vision will continue to be articulated and refined, right? It always changes. Again, if we asked what the vision was in 2017, it would be something different than what it is in 2022. And I assume it will be slightly different in 2025. So it's a... Um, constantly, uh, iterative process that depends on, you know, market conditions, the state of our technology, the size of our community, et cetera, et cetera. But I think in general, the team is aligned and and moving forward, uh, with the goal of making Horizon the uh, zero knowledge enabled network of blockchains.
0: And Dean, if I may, so, um, actually, Robin and Rosario are right now here, uh, uh, in our New York City office and, uh, I am aware that these strategic discussions are literally happening, happening as we speak. I was just part of, uh, just a, a little part of, of one of them and really, um, pretty interesting conversations going, going on right now. So, um, yeah, so super uh, excited and, and, uh, please expect to hear a lot more on, on what's next and what's coming because those discussions are literally happening, uh, this week and, and as we speak. So I think it's, it's really interesting. Um, All right. So short and sweet. uh, I thank you everybody for being here with us each and every week. Uh, So this was our weekly insider and I hope everyone has a great week. Thanks. Bye bye.